You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with Alex Bryant, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Cass Bowen Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. Welcome back to Wake Up Springfield. We have the pastor's perspective. That's every Monday at this time, about 820 here on um, KWTO Wake Up Springfield. We have joining us, he's been here before for the pastor's perspective. It's Pastor Dennis Jennings from Cherry Street Baptist Church. How are you this morning, my friend? I'm doing great, Alex. Good to be with you guys this morning. Good to have you back, my friend. Glad to be here. So you're just right around the corner from us over here. Not far, about a three-minute drive, and I'm right in your parking lot. (laughs) So you've already been out early this morning. I was. We're talking in between. I always like to save it for the radio, but you've already been at the hospital making visits. That's what we got to do, loving on people. That's our goal, right? The the life of pastors, man. The job is never done, is it? You're at service yesterday, and you're up at 6 a.m. at the hospital visiting people. That's that's what we get to do. It's a joy. It's a privilege uh, to be able to serve God's people. Thank you for serving. Mm-hmm. Really do appreciate it. So I want to talk a little bit with you. You are very um, involved in what's going on in the community as far as um, I know the last time you were here, you guys had put together some packets that you were giving out to students um, just to bless them and stuff like that. You're very involved in, in your neighborhood and your community there. You're also a part of the group Concerned Pastors of the Ozarks. And um, I, you know, I've been able to be at a couple meetings but I know that they've been talking about what's happening in the schools with the discipline and stuff. So your thoughts on that, Pastor? Yes, sir. Well, we've uh, I've been in in some of the school board meetings this last year. I was made aware of some things that were going on, and so I wanted to find out for myself. And in every meeting, besides all the other things that were happening, I I would hear somebody get up to address uh, the um, the school board about discipline, it, discipline in the classroom. And it was typically a teacher or a para that's coming before the board to speak, and they're asking for help. Uh, the the uh, the discipline issues in the Springfield Public Schools really struggle. Uh, recently, we had uh, we were contacted by the teachers union to help them uh, to come out and uh, work with them just uh, for an awareness event uh, for uh, again teachers to get some support for discipline in the classroom yeah that it's just crazy to think about what's happening i mean we hear the stories um we we report them here on the news and um it's sad because our teachers have so much that they're trying to do they got 25 30 kids in their class they're trying to teach them and to have one or two kids that is one of those discipline issues it can literally mess up the whole year for all those students i mean is that what you're kind of hearing oh for sure my my wife is a teacher in uh, rogersville in the district she's got a great district a great principal uh but it is a it is a constant constant battle uh because parents and teachers and different ones don't see discipline the same way we've got we've got a real challenge today with uh with the whole issue of discipline anyway yeah everybody wants everybody wants what they want and you know the whole the whole issue of discipline alex uh goes back to the very definition of the word the the discipline we're pastors we we know that discipline the root of that is the word disciple which is a learner right training and yeah it's it's somebody who is learning and so when we discipline our children um, we're not disciplining them. I, I teach our church. There's a huge difference between discipline and punishment. Yes. They might look the same in some instances, but the difference is in, in the heart of the one who's applying it. Absolutely. Uh, we as parents, we should not be punishing our child. Punishment has its roots in uh, the judicial system. You know, um, if I run into your car, 
uh, on purpose. I don't like what you did in front of me at the traffic light, and I hit you, and then I, I'm taking it. I go to a judge, and the judge says, you're going to pay for his medical. You're going to pay for his car. You're going to pay for all that. And then on top of that, I'm going to give you a punitive damage of another $50,000 or whatever it is. And that that is to make sure that I know how serious the circumstance is. Well, parents shouldn't be, it, it, it should not be about me if I'm, if my kid's messing up. It should be about the kid, right? My responsibility is to make sure that that child understands that what they're doing is not beneficial for them in the long run. And the problem is the lack of consistency across the board, I believe, yeah. is there's no consistency between the home, the school, and then ultimately society. Uh, when it comes to the consistency of discipline. And if we discipline our kids, we'll protect them from punishment later on. You know, I love the way that you said, Pastor Dennis. Um, the Bible tells us in Hebrews 11, the Lord disciplines those he loves, just like a good father yep. who loves their children. The whole purpose is is to try to change the behavior, to try to teach them what's the right behavior. You address the issue, you point it out, and you discipline them so that they will want to change that behavior. And we're seeing a lack of that in, in, in the homes, obviously, because it's showing up in um, our schools. Absolutely. I think if we can, uh, and, I, and I talked with one of the candidates for the school board this last week uh, and, and spoke very specifically about the issue of addressing parents and helping parents understand that discipline starts in the home. And unfortunately, um, too many times discipline only happens if, if the kid's behavior becomes inconvenient. You go to a restaurant and my kid can do the same thing at home 47 different times and, and no consequences. Well, but let me say this, Pastor. It's a lot of it's because we are just pacifying kids instead of training them, correcting them. People give them cell phones. You give them a tablet to just, Keep them, keep, be quiet, you know, so there is no discipline happening when they, when they act out. Oh, absolutely. I heard you talking about that earlier this morning when you talked about giving a kid a cell phone or a car. And, uh, you, you are, you're a hundred percent right because in too many places, the kids are driving what happens in the home to begin with. The yeah. kids are training the parents, not the parents training the kids. And the kids are being trained by the culture. Yeah. It's a problem. And I'm, I'm not, you know, I get it. Parents, I, we have five kids. Three of them are still in the home. And it's a daily grind and we get tired, we get worn out. And sometimes the ease, the, the, the path of least ex, um, um, resistance seems to be the best one, but long-term that is not the best one. And it, and it, and it's, we're, we're having unintended consequences. We're setting up bad behavior. And like you said, Pastor Dennis, the children are training the parents, you it, know, it's too often the case. And listen, I feel for parents today. We've got some great parents out there. We've got some great teachers uh, in our schools. And uh, parents face a challenge. They're swimming upstream if they want to be consistent in disciplining their children. Too often, uh, the culture looks down on the parent who is strict, who tells their child, no, you can't have a cell phone. No, you need to wait on this. Yes, you need to have good grades. And if you don't, we're going to withhold something. Yeah. At some point, a good parent has got to make the price high enough for the kids to respond to what uh, they need to do because that's what they have to learn to be successful in life. And so when we're talking about what we can do as a community, um, love your kids enough to discipline them. Absolutely. To train the behavior because then when it goes outside of the home, 
into places like the school, into the communities. I saw uh, an article over the weekend about these two brothers who waited for this coach because you know after a game and attacked him in the parking lot and beat the coach up. And now that it was a 17-year-old kid and his 22-year-old brother. So now this kid has been expelled from school, you know, all because he didn't have the discipline instilled in him to control himself. He didn't like the the way that the coach didn't give him playing time. And now life has changed forever. Yes. I mean, like forever, life has changed. And and so if you love your children, and the Bible says it again in Hebrews 11, the Lord disciplines those they love just like a good parent, a good father disciplines their children. And so this one's not a bad thing yeah, on that one. So other final words on that, um, on that, Pastor Dennis? Well, I, I believe that we have to, as parents, as grandparents, I'm a grandparent with five grandkids, love them. I mean, they are awesome. And their moms and dads are doing everything they know to do. But we have to be, you said it, we've got to be loving. And I think the second thing we have to be is consistent in our discipline. And and to do that from a biblical perspective, never discipline in anger. It will turn into punishment. Yes. If But if we will stop and measure ourselves, use discipline, discipline ourselves to discipline our children, that's really where it comes down to. God, help us, God, God helps us by offering us all kinds of truth. We, we have parenting classes at our church, and I know a lot of churches do. But I will say that that uh, we've got to just keep on loving our kids and being consistent and disciplining them. Parents, we're on your side, man. We have we've got your back. It's the church's responsibility to come alongside you and to help you with your kids. That's our goal, and and I hope that you're in a place where you're getting that kind of support. That's so good, Pastor. I tell my kids um, self discipline. The Bible talks a lot about that. If you don't discipline yourself someone else will have to that's it and we see especially in the black and brown community a lot of our um young men that are locked up somebody's got to discipline them so i want to real quickly ask you about what's going on with the pastors concerned pastors of the ozarks you guys are meeting pretty regularly um people invited to that tell us a little bit about that yes we had uh, we had a meeting last tuesday and and what we are is a group of pastors um we're not um, we're not meeting for theological uh, discussions. We're meeting to talk about the uh, the essentially the moral temperature of Springfield, Missouri, and the the Springfield in the city, the Springfield schools. Uh, it's a concern that that el- then will elevate uh, even beyond Springfield to our county, and then our state and our national government. We've had candidates uh, come and speak to us. We've had a chance to ask questions to them. Our goal is to. Uh, uh, to make sure that our church people are informed uh, with what's going on and the opportunities for them to use their influence uh, at the polls. So that's what we're trying to do. So cool stuff. Um, what about your church? What's going to happen this Sunday? What do you guys got going on? Oh, uh, listen, we're excited. We, I'll tell you what we got happening in just a few weeks. Uh, we've got, I know you're, you're big on training men. We've got a men's conference that's coming up. Uh, we're taking a group of men down to Branson on February 2nd and 3rd. Uh, and we're going to be talking about some of the things we've been talking about this morning. Uh, but secondly, on, we, we call it football Sunday at our church and, uh, we're, we're looking forward already on Super Bowl Sunday to use that. Uh, use that tool both to have a great time together as God's people, but also just to enjoy uh, the uh, uh, with people both in and outside of our church what this whole uh, big event that happens in America that doesn't happen anywhere else. Huge! It's huge! It's huge! And we're excited to uh, to to put our uh, put that 
uh, on some lenses that we believe would honor God and do that in in such a way that we can have a great time together. We're inviting a lot of folks to come and be with us. We're going to have a tailgate party. We're going to watch a little bit of the game. It's just going to be a great time. That's awesome. So invite people out. Where's Cherry Street Baptist Church at? Where can they find you and all that good stuff? 1201 South Oak Grove. We're at the roundabout. We're between Cherry and uh, Sunshine on Oak Grove, just east of Glenstone. Uh, it's, uh, north of sunshine. It, it's, it's a great place to be. We had in the weather yesterday, we had the greatest crowd and, uh, boy, I, I'm so thankful for our church. We got the best. If you're looking for a loving, accepting church, anybody's welcome. It's about a mile from my mom's house. I pass by there all the time. Oh, wow, so. that's cool. Cherry Street Baptist Church, Pastor Dennis Jennings, thanks for being with us on the pastor's perspective. My privilege. We're, we're going to be talking about football in this next um, comment. I know you're a Chiefs fan. You might want to stick around. Can you stick around with us and give some thoughts on the Chiefs? I'll hang out for a little bit. <laughs> all right. And we'll get to that right after um, this local news update.